Josh's two millionth time. He got, her, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. little, yeah. he got like a Burger King hat for it. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd on. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Nerd on the podcast. You didn't need, but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome, even if you are a returning guest. I was just audio. home polishing <laughs> old Emmy, drink, drinking some coffee out of my that's, favorite mug. That's it. There it we is. Have, that's it's fantastic. We have a nerd on mug and an Emmy. I love it. Um, yeah, we have a very special episode today. This is where I hang the. Uh, I like seeing those things next to each other. When the cup's dry. When the cup's say, dry. That's, yeah, that's a good like pencil holder right there. <laughs> it's a paperweight, right? Paperweight. No. Exactly. Um, oh, coffee. But yes, very special episode today. We have our friend Jeff Nimoy back, uh, doing something a little bit uh, different than we normally do. Uh, Jeff has some really cool, exciting projects that are. Mm-hmm coming out into the world um, for everybody to enjoy. Um, But before we get into all of that, um, let's introduce the hosts. I'm Josh. Um, I'm Caitlin. I'm Tom. I go after all you guys. Yeah, we'll get there someday in this quarantine. We'll get there. After it's Caitlin, Ali, Tom, Corey, Josh. Anyway, this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the NerdOn Nation that is powered by Patreon. As a member of the NerdOn Nation, you do get fun perks like early access to our episodes. You get bonus content that nobody else hears but you. You get private uh, channels on our Discord server, which it's just for you. It's good stuff. A lot of great stuff going on over there uh, at the uh, NerdOn Nation. So check that out. NerdOn.io backslash Patreon. And do check out our Discord. NerdOn.io backslash Discord. Lots of fun people in there. Every week we get new members in there. And the conversation just keeps growing and growing. And also our partners, Apogee. Apogee has provided us, uh, the host, with hype mics. Able to allowing us to still make our episodes in quarantine. It's good stuff. And Odyssey <laughs> headphones. Uh, what, what, what did you say, Corey? It smells like butter. It, it tastes it like sounds, butter. It's, it sounds it like sounds butter. butter. It smells like butter. I hope my headphones it, don't it smell it like butter. It feels like it butter. It is a sensory that is nice and <laughs> pleasant for you. If you start smelling yeah. like butter, there's something wrong with my head. Yeah. Let's uh, move on. Just, 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 just give it a lick now and like tell butter. me what it tastes yeah, like. Exactly. <laughs> you got them right there. But, it's a press and lick. Uh, <laughs> our audience, you are no uh, strangers to our guest, Jeff Nimoy. This mug tastes like butter. <laughs> it's amazing. Can't believe it. It smells like butter. <laughs> that's it tastes that's like coffee. Mer- <laughs> that's our merchandise commercial. <laughs> Um, but yes, our, uh, our audience, you are no stranger to our guest, Jeff Nimoy. Welcome back to Nerd On. Thanks. It's, it's great to be uh, back here. This is my third time, I believe. Yes, yes. it is. Mm-hmm. Yep. The first yeah. time was because uh, Josh's wife and I go way back. We're old friends. I, I did it uh, on request. The second time, we just came off watching Famish, the movie oh, yeah. we were talking about, mm-hmm. uh, after the screening, and we were all just feeling good about Josh and myself, especially about we were proud of the work we had done, and we wanted to show you know, our, our work to the mm-hmm. world. And this time, it's just a shameless plug, because we're trying to sell uh, <laughs> exactly. videos. So commerce well, really good. out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Third yeah. time's the charmer. Money Not brings sponsored. people together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not the root of all evil. <laughs> all. Um, um, but no, now we could say we all go back. That's yeah, right. Now we, we can all say go that. Now we all go way back. Yeah, yeah. So how's how's everything been, Jeff? How's your quarantine been? You know, it's been an adjustment like everyone else. But uh, as I've talked about on this show before, I've, I'm a brain tumor survivor. This is nothing. I could sit around doing nothing <laughs> for years. It's not a big deal to me. Um so, you know, the country's been through much worse, believe it or not, and the world has been through much worse. And, you know, you should have seen it in the Middle Ages. You think this yeah. is bad. Yeah. Right. So yeah. every generation has to do their thing, has to make their sacrifice, has to bear their load. And this is ours. 
So I'm very grateful for every day. Look, I survived a brain tumor and I made a movie that is coming out on Tuesday. I can't, well, it's already out by the time we're talking about yeah. this. <laughs> but it's just shocking. It's just shocking to me. I have nothing to complain about. So, all right, I have to wear a mask. Big deal. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not too shabby. Yeah. yeah so I try not to worse. complain. And I could still do a lot of my adapting into English that I have done on different projects over the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I could still do that from home. So I'm very lucky there. And I can act right here over, you know, my microphone, my earphones. I, um, this is my acting setup. This is exactly where I just recently did Tentomon oh. for uh, Digimon Last Evolution. Nice. I, this is right here. So, wow. Uh, Those sound waves echoed off the walls behind him. How does that wow. make you feel? I, I, I had to put a, uh, a, a like a, a flannel sheet over my head to record. <laughs> right. To keep all Corey's the balance. no stranger. <laughs> Otherwise, no they wouldn't need echo. Feeling. They wouldn't need echo when I go, Tentamon, Digivolve 2. They won't, they <laughs> bark, won't bark need any the echo. If I... <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, that's, I find that to be amazing that everybody, especially with like animation and voiceover, like with home setups now, you can do yeah. broadcast stuff from home. Like it's, yeah. it's pretty amazing. Definitely. Yeah. And I'm sure Very one day convenient. they'll just have cast recordings again, six feet apart. Yeah. Which most casts are six feet apart anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the kitchen's not so if much that way on break. Yeah. 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 So I think it, I think things will return eventually. Of course they will. Yeah. You just know? gotta give it its time. Just commit it now. It we'll get back to it all sooner. Yeah. That's it. Exactly. That's it. So uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so obviously you're, you're, you're kind of thriving and I've, I've said it before too. It's like, I was kind of thriving in it. Cause I was like, I got to do a lot of stuff from home now. I got to work. But <laughs> right. now, um, you know, it, it's interesting cause now we're kind of like, I think not in the second leg of it all, but it's, uh, now people are like, wow, we've been you now at home or quarantined, yeah. but some people have, you know, you know, who have kids and, you know, who, who still have to like do a lot of like weird, like the IT people have to do a lot of interesting um, bending over backwards for the corporations and businesses that they have to help that are, the, that are essential. Um, what have been some of your, um, I guess, things that you've been able to do creatively that you haven't normally been able to do during a quarantine or, or you know, throughout regular life? Well, I have not been able to direct anything. That's just gone. That's not <laughs> happening right. for quite a while. You know, mm-hmm. right. Uh, so that's just not happening at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple of ideas for screenplays that I wanted to write, but of course, like most of us, I was too lazy mm-hmm. and I just didn't do it. Mm-hmm. I could have written a whole screenplay by now, but I just didn't. But I, I've i adapted a lot of shows on Netflix that you've never seen probably, but they're quite good shows. They're episodics. They're like hour long and there's like a show oh. from Turkey, a show from Italy, a show mm-hmm. from Spain. And I wrote, I adapt those scripts into English. So that work has ah. increased okay. as everything else has sort of faded away. Mm. So I really, I, I have nothing to complain about. I'm working and I'm working almost every day from home. Wow. So, uh, so uh, I'm I curious. just can't go out. Yeah. I'm curious if you think that, do you think like more animation and CG projects are going to come? Like, I guess not necessarily your way, but just like in general, because we can't get into a studio, you know, together. Oh, to yeah. Sort of, yeah. In fact, I mean? in fact, uh, Theaters are already starting to boycott uh, studios that mm-hmm. show their talk about, yeah. Thing, yeah first time on on video on demand yeah. or streaming whatever because they've got commitments and that's where they yeah. want the bulk of the money, the first well, time money you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, so uh, I think I think that the future as we've all known it anyway it's just a rush to the future that mm-hmm. home entertainment is here. I remember yeah. saying to someone maybe whenever fifteen years ago. I said, one day it's going to be like, you can watch, you can watch, you can get so specific. You could say, I want to watch episode eight of season three of Roseanne. And they were like, I don't think anybody will ever be interested in that, you know? (laughs) And now the whole world is that, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, technology is always, just follow the technology and you'll see where we're going. Yeah, it's wherever the access (laughs) is going to go. Yeah, before like the theaters were really big. Yeah, because like everyone had to go to one spot to get something brand new. Now, right, everyone could choose everything else, and that's you know also changed how ratings go because mm-hmm. you know not everyone's watching the same thing. Everyone could find their own demographic, so that's yeah. why there's just such a huge saturation now. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, right now there's almost no difference between your phone and your TV. It's almost so yeah, blended yeah. together, and soon it will be you know. And now you know you add in a Siri or a, uh, a Lexus, and now you've got you know. 
trans. <laughs> now you can say, you know, something like, <laughs> no, they hey, so and so play this and showing that. up at the Griffith Park Observatory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So let's like the topic at hand. So famous. Yes. Um, by the time that this comes out, it, the release date for everybody is was May 12th. Um, right. And it's available everywhere, right? Pretty much. You know, I'm not the distributor. Uh, uh, we were lucky enough to get uh, a distribution deal digital for this movie, which is kind of amazing in of itself. Just a small movie like this yeah. to get some kind of distribution yeah. deal is crazy. So it shows why we're also proud of it, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I have not, they decide all that where it should be. I thought it should, it was also going to be on like, say, direct TV on demand. It's not, it's going to be on iTunes, mm -hmm. uh, Amazon prime. Uh, it's going to be on Microsoft and it's going to be on Google play. Nice. Oh, wow. So you can get on any of those. Yeah. yeah. And I, like a lot of people though, that are still, Hardwired cable, they they don't have like I have Apple TV, so I have an app for right. iTunes. I have an app for Amazon. I could watch it on my giant screen TV. You know, I don't know if everyone's going to have that these days. You know, I'm not mm -hmm. sure everyone's like that. But all right, they they can still if they're smart enough, they can project it onto their TV. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Apple Player, whatever. Is, it, is there any is. physical version? There like is a DVD. DVD that's yeah. uh, <laughs> DVD. Yeah. I, I also thought it was going to be on Blu-ray. Hey, little things you learn about the independent filmmaking. Once it's out of your hands, it's like, you know, what? so there's no Blu-ray? There's no Blu-ray. And I thought that was going to be. And I spent oh, a lot of time having having like the things made for it too. The, you know, right, the cards. Yeah. And they said, uh, no, there's such a, there's just no demand anymore. Streaming is everything. Oh, Very few people yeah. want a hard Whoa. copy unless you go to like a con and you want to buy one, right. you know, convention. Uh, mm. So it's only like DVD right now, manu manufacturing on demand. Okay. Don't worry, Jeff. We'll, uh, get, some, we'll get some blank Blu-rays and we'll make it happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, can, I, I can make them happen. I have a uh, a master. I was going to say, nerd, exactly. nerd on bootleg. Which is the higher quality version somehow. <laughs> I, I end up asking like a little bit of the lawyer question because I bought the DVD. Yeah. And so during the pre-order, and I was like, wait, am I not getting a DVD? Because to me, there's something really special about having a physical yeah. copy, you know? And, you know, the first uh, film that I got, I worked on, like, I got the DVD, and, like, it was an independent film. So I was like, right. this is important to me. You know, it's like a piece yeah, that yeah. I get. It's tangible. Right. And, uh, <laughs> and I just want to also just take this opportunity. Tom, you wrote a beautiful thing about uh, uh, my uh, movie and about me personally uh, on Facebook. And I... I shared it all over the uh, social networking of uh, the famous. Oh, I didn't even see that yet. You know, interworld. <laughs> the famous oh, world. Thank you. The famous net. The yeah. internet. The internet. <laughs> no, I mean, and I, I, I 100% uh, stand by it. Like uh, everyone at home who's not uh, friends with me on, on Facebook or on social media. Um, yeah, like it, it, I watched the film and it was I was coming out of like a really dark time like i had just worked on something and it turned out great but like i had started questioning who i was as like a filmmaker and a storyteller and then um you know knowing of jeff's work but not really knowing who jeff was like i had we had just done one episode with him and it was like a hookup through josh and bonnie so i was like oh this is cool this is a cool fun moment but now i'm like oh maybe i potentially could build a relationship and see like what the life is like and then seeing the film and knowing the story and how it's made and then like experiencing it all. And Caitlin was there and like, that was a wonderful night. Um, it just like bounced me back. And I was just like, this is why, you know, you make films this is why you tell stories and it's to have these experiences and moments and share and tell about story. And, and I'll say this, like there's a lot of independent films that I've made and a lot of independent films that I've watched and none, I will say <laughs> none have ever reached the level of heart um, that I've seen in a film that I'm like, wow. And like, I, I mean, like that's the thing where it's like, I don't know why I was so surprised but I was just like blown back. I was like, I can't right. believe this. Like, why is no one watched? Like, like why? Why is this not like huge exploding? Like, I, I was, I was like in, over enamored with this film. So. Yeah. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. It's one of my favorite no, projects that truth. I've ever, I've ever worked on. So, and yeah. I did, the, I did the trailer. Bonnie and I did the trailer, the trailer and that which, was which surreal. Is also freaky. It's surreal seeing it on iTunes, right? Yeah, it's surreal. It's, it's, I was watching it last night, and I was like. This is weird. <laughs> this is so weird. weird. It's so weird. The first time I, I took my uh, Apple TV uh, remote and you just press the microphone button, you know, and you go, oh, yeah. 
Jeff Nimoy. And like a giant Boom. face comes up. Of Jeff <laughs> yeah. Nimoy. You know, he's like, you know, he's like, it's just That's the cigarette, awesome. yeah. cigarette dangling out of his mouth. Well, you know, with the, with the cigarette dangling out of his mouth. And uh, that's going to be a cool feeling, man. It's a cool feeling. And then the trailer automatically starts playing. And I'm like, oh my yeah. God, this is insane. Yeah. It was so surreal. It was trippy. I thought I was tripping on something. Although, I'll have to say, I do feel bad that folks don't get the same viewing experience we did, where we got the director in house to watch yes. us. Yes. Yes. Closed doors. Yeah. Closed gotta get that experience. commentary going, Jeff. You gotta get that audio, the director the secret, commentary like, next. Trivia that's, that's, yeah. Well, uh, Tom, I did a DVD commentary track, uh, which I did it. Re- I hope it worked because I did it just like we're doing this kind of, you know, I pressed yeah. play and, you know, clap and did it but uh <laughs> really but I, I i hope they included it so i don't know get the dvd is what you're saying i'll be the first <laughs> one to know that is so cool baby that is awesome that's exciting so i mean that's yeah. that was such a cool experience man yeah getting to watch that with you that was awesome thanks man the, it was a lot I've, of fun for me too i feel like this movie and I, and I know i went into this the last time we talked but it's just the most accurate representation <laughs> of conventions yes. that yeah. I've seen you, portrayed in a movie. Yes. Now, oh yeah. I've, yeah. I've worked at well over 80 of them over the last 10 years. And just like the chaos that happens, the like real, real world, real people problems, but also right. these fantastical situations. Like kind I feel like you moving really hundred miles an hour, hundred miles it's an only hour. 72 but, hours. When yeah. Like how did that happen so fast? I know <laughs> it's like a year's worth of emotional journey happens in like two or three days. And you're like, how has this happened? But, but you captured right. it so beautifully. Thanks so and, much. And there's so much like real human emotion and, and trials happening in, in that kind of, you know, tiny amount yeah. of time. Yeah. Um, it's Thanks. just, it's so beautiful. Thank you so much. You know, I've had a lot of time to reflect, obviously, now since uh, even our last uh, podcast about it uh, while trying to get this distribution deal and going through the whole film festival circuit, mm-hmm. you know, almost not a year, quite not quite a year has passed, but, you know, some time has passed. And uh, just thinking back now on the actual message of the film, what's the film about? And it's really, it's, it's about a lot of different things. It's it just is. you can't put one pin in it and say it's this, you know. Yeah. No. I thought it was one guy's journey. It's not. It's also about inclusion, about inclusion of people that get made fun of everywhere else, but here we're all safe, you know? Mm-hmm. And we're in the community. Allowed, yeah, that's what I mean. We're allowed to be ourselves somewhere. I might not be where you want to be, but where I want to be, I can be myself, and this is where I'm gonna do it. Yeah. And either get on board or get off, you know, and get mm-hmm. out of my way. I'm having fun. You know, that kind love of thing that. too. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And yeah, that's, the, that's the thing where I was like, I, I didn't want, I didn't want to say too much and like, you know, spoil the film, but I was like, if you're, if, whether you're <laughs> like really well-versed in like, you know, nerd culture and pop media, you know, and pop culture and everything like that, like it, you can come in at any like moment at any walk yeah. of life. You can well, walk to this I film was, and love it. I because was gonna, at, you know, I'm sorry, because no, at no. its base, it's a romantic comedy. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it could it For could sure. be an office comedy. It could be <laughs> you know anything. But this exactly. one happens to take yeah. place at an anime convention. Yeah. yeah. Well, even to supplement um, Caitlin's uh, you know comments, it's as someone who hasn't been going to conventions their whole life, just the last year or so. Even at that entry level, you still get that same kind of feeling. You know exactly what's going on. Um, and I'm I'm very excited uh, to be able to show my wife this film uh, <laughs> now that it's out. Uh, yeah, thanks, I man. think you know she's been to a few conventions with me as well, and I, I'm really excited to to share it. And I think when we watched it together, that was your first time watching it. And that was my first time, yes. It was Josh's yeah, two millionth time. He got, a, a little, <laughs> yeah. he got like a Burger King hat for it. <laughs> you pull the string, all the confetti comes down with a uh, two million view. <laughs> little Emmy unicorn. That's wow. awesome. So, uh, yeah. I wanted it. to ask about the, yeah. uh, the, the festival circuit because you, you hadn't been doing that yet when we last talked. How was that experience right. for you? You learn a lot. Again, when you're doing this for the first time, uh, I think the festivals are just another commercial thing, like any studio or any signing an agent or signing of this, or it's just a prestigious thing. And the festivals that that can actually do something for a movie mm-hmm. rather than just pat yourself on the back and put some you have a nice in, little laurel, laurel yeah, right. poster. Yeah. The ones that can actually do something are there is commercial as any studio, you know, like Scorsese, 
uh, premieres at these festivals. The South by Southwest, the Cannes, the Venice. Right. So it's like these are already big produced movies, millions and millions of dollar movies. It's not about the independent filmmaking. It's about press. At all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I realized that. But again, I didn't have a distributor or a studio to answer to. I can put it in my pocket because I owned it. You yeah. know, and then and then uh, I decided once once I was sort of like, you know, these are the festivals I want to get into. If I don't get into them, I'm moving on. I'm not doing anything just to do it. Right. And then we uh, I went right for getting a distributor. And these guys really, really uh, love me. They, they're they're called Random Media and they used to work at Paramount Home Entertainment. Nice. Wow. They used to run Paramount Home Entertainment. Awesome. So, wow. So Legit. I'm really excited. They know you some know? things. I think so. <laughs> yeah, a couple so, things. Yeah. yeah, no, that's like the whole like old guard of like you know that's where you would go get your film, your VHSs. You know, like right. that's yeah, mm-hmm. right. So they so. definitely know some. No, yeah, I've I've definitely had a similar experience with film festivals because for me yeah. I was more of like let me get the laurel so it looks all flourished, and then when I right. go talk to other people about it, I'm like, hey, I got six awards. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, that, it doesn't put any more money in my pocket. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And let me tell you, I got a lot of push from actors almost every week. Hey, well, how about we go to this film festival? Hey, submit here. Hey, what about this convention? Hey, this is a hundred dollar one. This is a two hundred dollar one. It's not that bad. Well, this is exactly. a late exactly. fee. Whatever, which, blah, blah, blah. Which, yeah. which, you know, I paid Oof. for. But but also like I held back on going to conventions. We were going to do a whole convention mm-hmm. tour. Right. And I held back because some of these festivals demanded a premiere and you oh, can't yeah. have it anywhere mm-hmm. else. So I held back on that. And now, of course, all those touring plans are done, over. Mm-hmm. Uh, not not for a while, anyway. So yeah. we were going to yeah. go to Dragon Con this year. That's oh, kind of big. Oh, yeah. And uh, well, I'm not going anyway, even if they do mm-hmm. open it up. Mm-hmm. I'll right, tell you right, that. right, right. Uh, so, but who knows? Maybe this will actually be better for the film's chances ultimately. You don't know, you know, well, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I think that's been the big discussion lately, where it's like, you know, kind of like with film festivals, like, you know, you have like, Todd Phillips, who premieres, you know, um, Joker or somewhere where it's like a, you know, it's already a studio film. So like, you know, independent filmmakers like yourself and mine, um, you know, like what 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 are we really gaining from it other than like possibly bumping an elbow with a distributor that's like higher end than someone we could just pick out of the the group. But (laughs) like um, it's the same thing with theaters. Right. So it's like, why? Why would anyone go to the theater to watch like a 50 million dollar movie when a big studio Mm -hmm. drops a 200 million dollar tentpole film? that's going to like just blow it out of the water for no reason. So mm-hmm. a lot of people have been finding that success is just in the VOD because that's where you can get, you know, always be my maybe, which had 15 million viewers within the first weekend. Mm-hmm. And that's just the same as like, what if they just went to the theaters? Because now people just go home yeah. and do it. I, so, I'd be thrilled with yeah. 15 viewers. This <laughs> <laughs> I think you're definitely going to yeah. have that within the first week. So well, I think uh, you're good. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm hoping, you know, that the anime community really comes through for me and spreads it like I like a, a virus. No, that spreads it like a, <laughs> like coronavirus through a convention. Oh, oh Comic Con. <laughs> it's my kind of humor. Uh, I love it. <laughs> no, really. I I'll hope, go dark. I, I, uh, I hope they get behind it. And since they can't go to conventions themselves, this might be a good thing for them. You know? Yeah, like a pseudo does, experience, like a little it, little viewing hole of, of exactly what, what they what they could be going to. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, yeah it yeah. definitely has that feeling of like being at a convention, even though you're not at a convention. Like <laughs> right. it feels very cozy, like that. So. Yeah, no, and and I think you know, obviously, again, you've you've kept the seat warm around the anime people, not only in Digimon, but like I think when we talked last time, I don't know if you were heard, just finished Ultraman. Ultraman, yeah, yeah, he yeah. had just finished mm-hmm. it. He had just finished it, but I, I watched it within then and now. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, you've stayed in the game and all that stuff. So people who, you know, recognize him, like, oh, okay, yeah. you, like, you know, more, you know, obviously you have the Wolfwood and you have the Tentamon, but then obviously right. it's like, oh, you know, he has a career doing, you know, making films and stuff like that. So, yeah. and I, I also gonna... adapted, I adapted this last uh, Digimon Evolution, last evolution. I adapted mm-hmm. it, which Woo! is the first time I've adapted nice. in Digimon for a long time. And, uh, I think fans will like it. I really made it. Uh, it feels di- like a Digimon episode, you know. It feels like it. I mean, can I want to have like a little to his ears, a little, like, little like, meta <laughs> commentary about that? The only, only reason is because yeah. like Digimon, um, you know, obviously there's the p word, right? And that is the quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, 
<laughs> I'll, I'll put in I'll put in the fifty cents into the yeah. jar, not the whole dollar. But the, there right. is the p word. Now is those fifty cents. But it um, rhymes with Jokemon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Digimon has like I feel like within the last oh five years has like double down and like say hey we we have the staying power and we're going to continue these stories that you love. And, you know I mean like every you know there's like been several seasons since Digimon and then there's been Digimon Adventure and there's mm. Tamers. And then there's here uh, the frontier, and you know there's so many iterations. And then they bring in Try, and it's like this series of films, and they're all in you know, new, I would call them like new age animations, art styles, and they use the same characters in their older stories. And then, as you're saying, like Last Evolution came out. It's like what there's something very much really cool going on with the Digimon, you know, franchise and property. Where now they have the new show coming out, but it's like, w- w- like how how's that been for you? Where like now Digimon, like I feel like Digimon is Talk, there's always something new coming yeah. out of Digimon like every month. So Digisons. Yeah. <laughs> Digisons. Uh, we got some press when it hit 15 years, I think. We got some press and uh, there was interest. Everything keeps living on TV, you know. But those who didn't grow up with Digimon on Fox Kids grew up on it on Jet X, you know, mm-hmm. and and all these other things. So it, it's crazy. I keep getting older, but the fans keep being born, you know, yeah. over and over again. And, <laughs> but the, fun, the funny thing is now, you know, you know, you've got like a 63-year-old woman playing an eight-year-old boy in some of these characters. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. It is an interesting age, like you brought up um, about wanting to watch a specific episode of a certain show. It's like now you're yeah. living in a streaming age where like you can go, man, I really I want to watch an episode of Digimon. And right. you're probably going to be able to find it. I mean, yeah. odds are you will be able to. And so it's like yeah. a lot of shows have new life because they have a new place. Like you don't have to try mm-hmm. to dig in the in the bargain bin or something like that for that DVD or whatever. Like you can be like, hey, Siri, find Digimon <laughs> season one. And and my Siri is yeah. going to go off. Now. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a great time for for shows that have had have staying power much like Digimon to to be around on these streaming platforms because it does allow people to to kind of dip their toes in that haven't before. My mm-hmm. my most recent example is I grew up with the show Scrubs. It was one of my favorite shows growing up. And this year I finally got to get my wife into it because it became available on on uh, yeah. Hulu. And so it's just it's a very cool experience to be able to you know, now you have people who like me, my age, who are parents showing their kids Digimon and be like, "Check, this is what I grew up on." And right, exactly. It's a really it's, cool it's connection crazy, between yeah. the two uh, as well. The yeah. bridge between the two generations. And, and this film is sort of a, uh, it's sort of a love letter to all of them, you know, to all of these people grown who grew up with it, who, you know, I can't tell you how many people say this phrase to me at conventions. Thank you for my childhood. Now, oh, obviously yeah. that's a stretch, you know, <laughs> but I understand what they're talking about. It was yeah. something they looked forward to every day after school. It was yeah. part of their thing, you know, before they went to school. And then Saturday would be the new one, you know, and now they're showing their kids that and they're showing up there with their kids to these conventions. And it's kind of crazy. I'm like, am I just to relive it a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah. Really, yeah, you do. It's it's something that they can connect with their kid, just be yeah. just as excited as their kid about. It's right. those nostalgia uh, glasses lovely. that we talk about where it's like it's like so like sometimes we talk about how nostalgia glasses can be bad, but sometimes they're the bright side of life where you like you put them on and you're like, I am so happy that I get to share this yeah. thing with you that I loved so much. And yeah. when new not I mean, completely new stuff comes out, it's like, wow, this is this is so cool. <laughs> yeah. The new yeah. stuff makes me sad and happy at the same time. It makes me sad when I'm not involved, when they don't ask me to be involved. And I'm like, what? I'm right here. Did they lose my number? What the hell? <laughs> and then uh, and then when they ask me to do anything, I'm so happy just to reconnect and, you know, just to slip on that old, you know, Tentomon, Kabuterimon yeah. sweater again. Feels good. Yeah. And, <laughs> but writing for these characters is yeah. really my, my fun. To write for Joe again is so much oh. fun. He was such my favorite character to write for back in the day. This neurotic guy, yeah. Yeah, and knowing Brian Donovan is going to be playing the voice of this character I'm writing lines for. Yeah. He's into it, you know. You can write for those people you've known him. Right, Josh Seth and, you know, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, all of them, you know. And and Brian Donovan, as we've spoken about, is in the movie as well, Famish. Mm -hmm. uh, He's great. 
He's great, and he plays. He I've yeah, said it yeah. before. He's the nicest guy in the world, and he plays a complete jerk. You know, <laughs> in, in such a good way. I mean, oh, like, he actually brings you to tears at one point. Actually, mm-hmm. I, I would well, say not not me, but yeah. others. <laughs> he, if I can, if I can make an, a, a, a direct comparison, he kind of reminds me of Benny from The Mummy. Yeah, oh, it's just like oh, yeah. it's just like that guy that you love to hate, but then like, yeah. oh, I feel so just bad for him. Right? <laughs> I'm side of the river. Yeah. Um, but no, talking talking a little bit more about uh, Digimon and how it's changed and grown. Like, I'm someone that grew up with it, but like now, I, you know, two decades later, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Jeff. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> but like, I know, right? Um, I, me too. Uh, that's how I'm starting to feel like. Where it's like, there's people who are younger than me who have like these thriving YouTube accounts who talk about, you know, the franchise and where it's gone and they, you know, talk about the seasons, where it come from, you know, like what does the story elements mean? And, you know, all these kids who are younger than all of us right. who have are talking about this are watching the American localized dub. Yeah. And it comes to me, I always think about it's like, you know, you could you like the voice acting and, you know, you could like the animation, you like the character and story and all that stuff. But it's like if this, like, this is where the writing comes involved because like, that's where you got the characterizations. And like, now we're seeing new, new iterations and re, you know, you know, we saw a try and now we're seeing um, last evolution. And then a new show is coming out where it's like, where you come involved, where, you know, adapting or being part of it. It's like, you've changed too, you yeah, know, right. you've grown with it. And so there is that relationship that to me, I've always loved about something like Digimon because unlike the other things, Mm-hmm. Um, every season ends and it feels like there's a brand new thing. And so like the show feels like it's growing up with you, yeah. um, where other things where it's like characters stay at age 13 forever. So right. for like 20 it, whole it, years, yeah. have very is, little this development. Is, right. This, this particular movie is perfect for that because they're all old, older mm-hmm. and, uh, it's not a fast frenetic pace like it was in 1999 or, you know, when it first aired. It's a much calmer pace. The audience is thinking along a little more these days, you know, than they were then. We're not force feeding mm-hmm. a million bits of information every two seconds. You know, we let things take their their time a little bit. Uh, but the the humor is that the Digimon are still the same age. They never age. Yeah. You know. So it's not like Tentomon goes around going, oh, my aching back. You know, he's like, <laughs> you know? I'm Whereas getting too old for this. <laughs> there's, there's a parody there like, somewhere. <laughs> there's a parody there. there there's something there. There's the some, Digimon there. in the old age home? Yeah. Oh, home? my gosh. Lethal Digivice. <laughs> <laughs> so the humor is still there and it's just enough to break up the tension, but not too much to get people to complain about how horrible Jeff Nimoy is to the Digimon franchise. (laughs) It's funny. You go online on one of these, like, you know, the trailer for try or yeah, the forum. It's like, Oh no, Jeff Nimoy's adapting. I hope he doesn't ruin it. Like he ruined (gasps) season two, you know? And then the next person's like, that's not fair. Jeff Nimoy. They'll, they'll all argue about me. Millions of people with, who've never met me have these opinions about me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, The internet does. Yeah. Could be used for the most powerful things in the world, and yet here we are. <laughs> <laughs> Arguing about the season two. <laughs> it's, I mean, that's the thing, right? Where, like, I think the show, we've made it uh, a thing where we, we talk about fictional characters, but at the end of the day, they are fictional characters. There are things on the internet to argue about that are a little <laughs> bit more important, but they stay with us and they're important. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's interesting, but it's like, it's the difference, I think, between having an obsession and then being possessive, right? So right. It's, it's a very interesting thing that I see with anime specifically, just, as, just when it comes to when it grows and it changes and new writers get involved. And then how does that translate into America? Because to me, like, that was the one thing that I felt was the most charming about um, Digimon was that, like, oh, this is unapologetically, like, a localization <laughs> because, like, they're using the references that we understand, you know, right. like. And, in, 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 you know, there are other dubs where we always talk about where it's like they use like a like a rice ball as like this rice is a donut ball. where it's like, yeah. that's not a donut. Yeah. Like, so we can tell <laughs> these things. But like when they talk about like, you know, using you know, like in in time references to like music and stuff or films, it's like, oh, OK, cool. Like Star Wars. I'm like, oh, those are those are things that we can get. So I, I'm, was, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What was one of your favorite things for for adapting this new this yeah. new bit? to localize or did you have that kind of a moment in this yeah i did but they sort of come 
to me naturally at this point because it's such a second nature thing. I just immediately generalize things. If they say he's on uh, Karatoa Street, I'll say he's around the corner on K Street. You know what I mean? I'll say something like that. I'll really keep it clean and simple. If if it's something not important like that, you know, like right. just why well, mention a neighborhood when they say he's over at the next neighborhood when that's the point of the story that he's right. over at the next neighborhood. It doesn't matter what's the name of that neighborhood. So mm-hmm. I'll keep things very general in the script yeah. and just keep to, the, you know, just keep to the story. The heart yeah. of the story right. is what's important. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I can even attest to that only because I have the memory of it. Like Heightened View Terrace was important right. because that was uh, the epicenter of where they all experienced something important. So it's like there is reason exactly. to keep things in there. But if it's not, then it's like it's just the next region. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so to, I am living proof. <laughs> so to so to clarify, there's a new movie and a new series. Can you go into that? Like, what's uh, there is a new series, but uh, I found out just like you guys did through fans, and you know that's how most of the American uh, t- crew finds out about these things. Yeah. Like, hey, After are you a part of the? Yeah, are you a part of the new J- Japanese version? Or are they dubbing into English? I don't know. Uh, so I have no information about the new series, but my answer is always going to be the same to Digimon. If asked, I will serve. You know, If asked to be a part of it in any way they want me to be a part of it, I'll ha- be happy to do it because, first of all, I just feel better when I'm doing Digimon. I don't, I'm too critical of it otherwise. I'm watching Try, and I'm like, I didn't direct it, and I'm like, I would have directed that differently. I would have wrote that differently. You know, I didn't write try. And I get very frustrated. It's like someone, you know, directing your film or it's my baby, you know? (laughs) Even though I'm not the only director, even I wasn't even the first director, you know? But still, it's just, I feel so possessive of it. Yeah, I mean, after uh, spending so much of your your life involved. Yeah. Yeah. So so this one, uh, when they asked me to write it, I thought maybe there was a hope they might ask me to direct. You know, hey, you know, maybe old times are back. And uh, then they just booked me for the acting session and I knew I wasn't directing. <laughs> and, and that's interesting. And like, you know, obviously, I so the, like a few Japanese episodes have aired, but obviously we'll see how the American localization goes. But like there is a, there is a difference and you could definitely tell that like there is a character as well as like how the, the tonality of the world goes between different directions. So, oh, like, yeah. you know, I mean, to me, that's what that was. I, I, I said this, I already said this, like watching Digimon, like as a child has super impacted, like how I think about music and like <sighs> using different songs specifically with lyrics and not just having scores. Like that was to me, like kind of a staple of what Digimon was. And then seeing try and being and having other ones like, oh, that's that's it's just different. It just feels different. Right. It doesn't feel as streamlined, even though you might use the same characters, which they are so. It's very. Yeah. It's a very interesting ex- viewing experience being the American audience. What <laughs> right, is the um, right, right. out of curiosity? What's the time frame usually like? If something airs in in Japan locally, like what's the time frame before they start working on an English dub? Or is it quick? Or does it change show to show? Like it does change show to show. In the old days, like Fox Kids old days, the first season of Digimon old days, they were just like we were only about two three months behind them. Okay. And uh, wow. For Digimon Savers, the entire series was done first in Japan. Mm-hmm. And then oh, we wow. got it. So we had a much, I had a much easier time uh, putting that story together because I can see where it's ending. Mm-hmm. Digimon, I'm sort of playing catch up though. In fact, I think I said this. I wrote Gatomon as a boy because. He sounded like a boy to me. Yeah. He was written like he was flirting with the girl, Digimon. And I wrote him and then we found out like, you know, two weeks later, I'm like, wait, it's a girl? It's a girl. So we had to go back. We had to recast. We had to rewrite. Whoa. We had to do all of these things. So uh, it's much easier having it's much so of a the, surprise to you as it was the audience. Especially <laughs> when Gatomon digivolves, you're like, okay, never mind. <laughs> right. So these days it's more like uh, they do them in volumes. Mm-hmm. So like try, they did them like four at a time. Mm-hmm. And then we had to wait a few months and then four at a time. We had to wait a few months. So that's what it is these days, you know? Nice. Caitlin, have you had time then? Yeah. Then the few have months. you had to deal with any like simul dubs? I don't deal with the Samuel dubs, but there's always Samuel dubs going on. Mm. In fact, I'm, I'm just curious your your opinion on them and all that kind of thing. Because you know, having an entire volume. Oh, of Oh, I'm sorry. I thought advance. you were talking about different languages dubbing into 
one oh, to no, two. Oh, no, no, no. Just, just in general, so you simuldubs. You mean like me and the other actors or you and someone else doing the characters? No, you. You you and like your opinion of, of simuldubs. Because like you were talking about like you would have more time to go over the entire volume or yeah. like you'd have to change things kind of on the fly. But with the simuldub, like you're getting the episode as it's coming out. You don't have any like forethought with it. So I don't know. Have, I didn't know if you've like done any simul dubs or like I'm what your not, opinion I'm not of those really, are. Maybe we're calling it different things, but I'm not really familiar with the term that you're calling it, and I'm not sure what oh, technique oh. you're talking about. But uh, I know when a, when a series is done, like Digimon, that print is given to every country that's going to dub it, including Japan. They haven't. They do the animation first in Japan as opposed to what we do. We animate to our voices. Oh yeah. Um, uh-huh. So so we're all working on it. I'm sure. When I'm working on something, Jeff Nimoy in Germany is working on it. Only, <laughs> only he's, he's spitting more when he talks, I think. It's <laughs> air, Jeff Nimoy. And we must stop the Digimon! And Tentamon oh, must no. Digimon! <laughs> is, is he also I kind of want to watch that <laughs> a little bit. I kind of would like pay some money to see that. Yeah. Everyone's so much angrier in that. <laughs> it's a very angry so, show. Apparently. Very angry show. <laughs> Sounds very <laughs> Dragon Ball. <laughs> um, so, so, what, so, I mean, talking about like a little bit of like Last Evolution, um, a little bit in our digital green room, um, when that film first came to the States, I think it was going to be in English subtitles and people mm-hmm. were going to watch the Japanese dub. Right. Um, and then, you know, obviously America gets it and then they have the chance to do it. But that happened during all when everything all started shutting down. Yeah. Um, so what was, what was that like, you know, getting the project, then all of a sudden, you know, production being where it's at, I have no idea. Well, this is what happened. Uh, the script came first, you know, before any of that happened, you know, and, uh, once I written the script, then they start, you know, bringing the actors in and some actors are calling me saying, Hey, I hope I'm going to see you. I'm recording Digimon. I said, no, you're not. But you know, I wrote the script. So I wrote you some funny lines or I wrote you some sad lines, go kill it. You know, things like that. <laughs> and then, uh, Tom Fawn, who plays Agumon, uh, he, um, he was recording his part right down the street from where I live. Nice. And, and he said, you want to grab a lunch right after? And that day, by the time he got out of the studio, LA closed all closed wow. all restaurants oh, for wow. takeout. Ooh. And Whoa. and that's why people like me who recorded last had to record from home. We we weren't even allowed to record anymore. Wow. So Jeez. half oh. the cast had to do it from home and half the cast got to do this before that happened. So wow. it really <laughs> wow. happened smack dab. That in the sound engineer is gonna have so much fun yeah. <laughs> matching those sounds. <laughs> she she's also the director, Susie. So wow. Oh, wow. That's a feat to take on half of a, you know, booth recorded and yeah. half a home recorded. It that's is. Uh, impressive. And also curve performances. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's, that's crazy. Um, <sighs> have you, I mean, obviously again, you wrote the script and you know, you performed in it, but I don't know. Do you know any, and I don't even know if there's something Googleable of like when that could be released or anything like that. When? Uh, I heard July, but I'm not oh, sure. Okay, that's interesting. Things are yeah, changing it's, right it's, now. Yeah, it's, things yeah. are very fluid. <laughs> uh, well, whatever it is, look on the Shout Factory. Uh, I'm sure they're going to be the distributor again. There you go. So they'll, mm-hmm. um, I guess they're going to be the distributor again. Just Shout they out to Shout Factory. Yeah, they distributed uh, Try. So yeah, nice. So ah. okay. I'm guess I'm, I don't think they would change distributors. So mm-hmm. check it out. I'm sure nice. And for everyone at home listening and just like Last Evolution is kind of like the true ending of the original series. And then now going into this, uh, uh, it's interesting. It's Digimon Adventure with a semicolon. There's no like 2.0 or anything like that. But it's Digimon Adventure. They don't call it reboot or anything like that or remake like Square Enix. But this is like a reiteration of Shots what, fired. What, I'm, not, I'm, but it's fine. I'm just saying it's just interesting they don't have something like that. Because if you looked up Digimon Adventure... And then Digimon Adventure, you'd have to just type in the year to like know right, the difference. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, um, yeah. And then O2 for, yeah, for later on with Davis. But like, uh, this is like a new iteration where it's like, before they were like, cell phones aren't really a thing. So kids going to summer school or summer camp, it was very okay to them to be lost. And now like, they're really embracing that the digital age is a thing. And yeah. they're going more about like what it's like. So that's... Um, I think it's yeah. for everyone at home, just keeping everyone up to date where it's like 
that will end one and this will be a brand new but i'm it's gonna have some things that honor and you know pay homage to the you know fans of what the old stuff was mm-hmm. so yeah I, I i had a good time with it it's very enjoyable uh so i i hope fans will like it i'm, I'm pretty sure they will um i was confident when i turned the script in that it's a digimon script you know okay so i think people are going to enjoy it Nice. That's awesome. Tom yeah, is man. like, I'm so excited. I could explode right <laughs> look, now. Look, I, I was trying to, well, I mean, okay, I'll, and I'll be 100% real. Like, every time there's new Digimon stuff coming out, like, uh, and that's this one thing, like, there's not a lot of people that know that, like, Digimon games are really, really interesting. They're all like JRPGs where you have three people and then you fight, and then sometimes they're, they're more world adventure. And so when there's new stuff, I'm like, are we going to get it? And that's a weird thing, too, I guess, power fantasy mm-hmm. in that sense where it's like a new evolution a new fusion, a new what's going on. So like a new stuff. Uh, so I'm worried about famous two over here. Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I did get Boogaloo. that. In, I did get, I did get that question uh, from a, a different podcast. And they said, uh, did you leave it open-ended because you can do like famous two um, uh, comic con or famous to electric boogaloo, <laughs> famous to uh, international, you know, oh, uh, yeah. London, we can go to different cons and keep the Australia. story. Going. Australia. Australia. I, right, I got. I, sure. How about how about you do a series, TV series? <gasps> I'm all for it. We'll go to different con. Each oh. con is a whole season. Oh my yeah. gosh! Oh my and god! You follow. <laughs> how, how how much, pitching us right now. How much does it pay? I'm all in. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. We got a great crafty table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I make a mean mac and cheese, Jeff. I'm just saying. <laughs> we'll uh, awesome. Yeah. Well. Uh, so now is the time to do all of the plugs, Jeff. Everything okay. that you want to plug. There's only one thing, baby. It's famous. <laughs> famous, famous, famous. iTunes, Amazon Prime, Google Play, and Microsoft. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you know, once again, just to recap, for, we haven't even talked about this, but, you know, I had a brain tumor. I survived. I moved my bucket list up way high for that you know number yeah. one is yeah. make a movie and i did yeah. it and i just decided to do it and i said i have no money i don't even know if it's going to be good i don't know if people will even see it but that's my pitch to you john you know uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> the the nation. Josh and, jo- and josh was like i'm in do you have a mixer i'm in you know <laughs> and all the all the people who were like just either read the script or saw the raw footage or they were all just like, I got to be a part of it. And yeah. we made this, you know, what I hope people will really love, a film that lasts for some years. Uh, and that's really what movie making is. You hope that you make that one film that you could turn it on 10 years from now and still, oh, yeah. this was great. And pick it up from any point, you know. Yeah. That's what you're all hoping for. And I don't know if I've achieved it, but Josh tells me he's probably seen it 2 million times. And while he was mixing it, he heard the same joke over and over and over again. He laughed every single time the joke landed and there's cried moment, every single time. There's a moment that is just like it's a surprise moment, but it hits you. Eh? <laughs> and it just every time it happened, like from a sound design perspective and just watching it, I'm like, it's funny every single this time. Is what's up. <laughs> and, you know, it's one of these things. I sent it to a friend. I sent the DVD because uh, I whatever I sent it to them. And uh I said, did you watch it? And they're like, I watched it three times. And that seems to be what's going on. You know, the trailer, when I first put up the trailer, you know, you do one of those things where it tells you how, when people stop watching Mm -hmm. and Uh the average person, person watched the trailer three times before stopping, you know, it was two and a half times, I think actually. So they just, they kept watching it. Yeah. That's great. Uh, For for our Nerd on Nation Early Access fans, that's coming out on the 12th. Uh, for everyone else, it's out now. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. true. I mean, facts. it's true. just a true facts. Yeah. yeah, true facts. If you would like to get yeah. early access to our episodes, join the Nerd on Nation. Yeah, <laughs> another plug. Yeah. We're just uh, plugging away here. No, that's awesome. No, I, I, I can't wait. I mean, do a watch party when it comes out. Do a watch party. <gasps> that's a great a, idea. A Zoom watch party. Would yeah, have do to a be. Zoom watch hey. party. I, I did totally want to have like you know. People over in my apartment. Like a premiere. 
Yeah, you know. Like rain check just... it. We're there. When it when it, when we can do it again, rain check it. We It'll can do right. a Twitch watch party. Yeah, I typed well, it into did. chat, and then I was hold, holding off on hitting return until after because I didn't want everybody oh. to get excited. About it. <laughs> <laughs> and I brought it, well, I was just saying in one sense, like if everyone has, if, if people have it at home, you call up all, the rest of the cast, and then you do it together, and then people just yeah. chime in and talk, and then just like we're at this point, and then you have a little ticker and go. I yeah. love it. That'd be fun. All Good right. times. Be great. As soon as you said Amazon Prime, my brain was like. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Uh, Everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please do go out wherever you like to watch your media or just buy it on everything. Just so Mm -hmm. if you're like on a different device, you can just watch it there too. You're covered. Um, Get the physical DVD commentary. DVD, check out. I, I, I can't promise the commentary is on there. I, yeah. I gave it to them. Yeah. <laughs> you record it. That's you gotta it. buy it and find out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out. Famous. Uh, it really is a fantastic film as we have gone over a million times. As somebody who worked on it in different regards from mixing it to doing the trailer, it's just, a, it's really, I can't speak more high of it. It's just such a great a great project, great film, and I really suggest everybody see it. I'm so excited that it's going to be out because that is a surreal experience. But um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, do uh, do check that out. Uh, if you're new to NerdOn, check out our website, nerdon.tv. It has all of the information about everything that we do. And speaking of like places to go, Jeff, you have social media and website and stuff like that. Yeah. Would you like to tell people where to follow you? Sure. The best places to follow me are uh, the Famish page on Facebook. Facebook? Facebook? Uh, (laughs) F-A-M-E-I-S-H. And also famish-movie.com is another place. And to read the story about my brain tumor and how this movie came about, you can go to jeffnemoy.com backslash famish or just jeffnemoy.com. You'll see the famish there you go nice thank you again it is such a pleasure every time you are here it really is just an awesome experience my favorite Mm. Jeff (laughs) (laughs) my favorite I think I can say that too (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah awesome oh Caitlin (laughs) so how dare you (laughs) (laughs) comments they'll be arguing in the comments don't worry now we have another thing to argue in the comments for Jeff (laughs) great (laughs) awesome you know the drill as always Nerd on. Ending broadcast.